Hello everybody, it's Julia here for day 21 of Future Teens of Medicine. Today we are discussing an extremely exciting specialty. Today we'll be discussing anesthesiology. To start off, anesthesiology is the practice of medicine dedicated to comprehensive care of patients before, during, and after surgery and childbirth, critical care medicine, and treatment of acute and chronic pain. To become an anesthesiologist, you must earn your bachelor's degree, attend medical school, complete a four-year anesthesiology residency program, and there are several optional fellowships for those who would like to specialize in something specific, such as but not limited to pediatrics, obstetrics, neurologic, cardiac, and critical care. Typically before surgery, the physician anesthesiologist will make sure you are ready for surgery and prepare you for the procedure by asking questions about your health, examining you, and reviewing tests. They will answer any questions you may have regarding the surgery and the anesthesia. Anesthesiologists play an essential role within patient care because oftentimes when the patient understands the specifics behind their treatments and procedures, they feel much more comfortable and confident during the preparation for the surgery and going into the surgery. The anesthesiologist will then create an anesthesia plan developed specifically for that patient to ensure the patient has a safe and successful procedure or surgery. During the surgery, the anesthesiologist is responsible for managing your pain control and closely monitoring your anesthesia as well as vitals during the procedure. Your physician anesthesiologist will manage medical problems if they occur during surgery and any chronic conditions you have or experience, such as, for example, asthma, diabetes, high blood pressure, or heart problems. After the surgery has taken place, you will most likely awaken in the recovery room and the physician anesthesiologist will supervise those responsible for caring and monitoring your recovery specifically, breathing, circulation, consciousness, and the level of oxygen. Normally, your anesthesiologist will be the doctor who is responsible for determining when you are ready to go home or be moved to a regular room in the hospital or intensive care unit. They will also create a plan for your recovery. The three main types of anesthesia include local, general, and regional anesthesia. When a patient is subject to local anesthesia, only the surgical area is numb. This form of anesthesia can be given by injection, spray, or as an ointment. You will be awake or moderately sedated. Local anesthesia is typically used for outpatient procedures, for example, hand surgery. Dentists and doctor's office usually use this method as well. Patients with this form of anesthesia will usually go home that same day, however, they may still experience numbness for a period after the procedure. With general anesthesia, you are asleep or unconscious during the surgery. As I explained earlier, the anesthesiologist assigned to your case is responsible for monitoring your organ functions and vital signs while you are under the anesthesia. You will also generally receive pain medication that will help your body's stress response be reduced as much as possible, which will speed up your recovery after the surgery. Lastly, regional anesthesia will numb a portion of the body with spinal or epidural anesthesia or an extremity with nerve block anesthesia. Examples include spinal anesthesia for hip replacement surgery, epidural for childbirth, and nerve block anesthesia for shoulder surgery. Aside from the commonly known physician anesthesiologist, there are other careers with anesthesiology as well, such as an anesthesiology assistant, a nurse anesthetist, and an anesthesia care team. An anesthesiology assistant must earn a bachelor's degree, including satisfying the pre-med requirements. They are highly skilled health professionals who have satisfactorily completed an anesthesiologist assistant education program. 
Upon completion of this program, they may become certified by passing the National Commission of Certification of Anesthesiologist Assistance Examination. Anesthesiologist assistants are trained extensively in the delivery of safe and high-quality anesthesia, and they are advanced in patient monitoring techniques. Anesthesiology assistants are non-physician anesthetists, so they do work under the direction of licensed physician anesthesiologists. They may also not practice outside the field of anesthesia or apart from the supervision of the anesthesiologist. A nurse anesthetist is a registered nurse who has completed an accredited nurse anesthesia training program. These nurses must gain at least one year of practice experience before entering a nurse anesthesia training program. Following completion of a two to three year program, they are required to pass a national certification examination. Nurse anesthetists are also non-physician anesthetists specialized in anesthesia care and they participate in the administration of anesthesia of surgical cases. They are frequently supervised by a physician anesthesiologist, but may also work under the supervision of other physicians. Lastly, an anesthesia care team is directed by a physician anesthesiologist and consists of physician anesthesiologists supervising qualified non-physician anesthesia providers and resident physicians. Physician anesthesiologists may delegate patient monitoring and tasks to non-physicians while remaining responsible for that patient. The physician anesthesiologist will continue to be in charge of management of the team, patient pre-anesthetic evaluation, prescribing the anesthetic plan, management of that anesthetic, and post-anesthesia care and consultations. Due to technological and medical advancements, anesthesia is considered a very safe nowadays. However, that does not mean that risks don't exist and complications can occur. Risks associated with anesthesia depend on the surgery, surgical diagnosis, medical conditions, health status, and age of the patient. In order to reduce these risks to the max, it's extremely important that surgeons and anesthesiologists discuss any health conditions such as high blood pressure, heart or lung or liver disease or diabetes that you may have, blood transfusion history, history of psychiatric disorders, recent surgeries and hospitalizations, previous difficulties with anesthesia, dental history such as loose teeth, crowns or bridges, medications whether over prescription or over the counter, food allergy history, tobacco, alcohol, and recreational drug use as well. This concludes our Day 21 podcast on anesthesia. I hope you all feel more comfortable on the specialty of anesthesiology. Also, I would like to remind you all that this week our medical seminar discusses anesthesiology as well. Thank you so much for listening, you guys, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.